Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. If I was the owner and I'm like, you want to come play with your son, right? If your son is talented enough to make it, I'm not bringing him just so I can entice you. That's not happening. Nice. Play to work sports. sports. What up, world? Hey, welcome to another episode of Late to Work Sports. I'm your host, as always, Jonathan. Got my co-host on the line, Vince. What up, Vince? What's going on? Yeah, welcome to Late to Work. Um, Jonathan was late as usual today, but it's okay. <laughs> well, I was the one that came up with the idea of the podcast, and I figured, what better name to represent me than Dude, Late you, to Work? You are the reason for the name of the co- podcast. What are you talking about? I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm the one that came up with I got in trouble today for being late to work, but that's another story. Um... <laughs> I'm tired. Of, I used to get sick of getting yelled at by uh, for you being late. Oh yeah, Cecilia had a way, man. He, well, I got taught another grown man. I don't understand. I don't know, boss. I don't know. Can I, I just understand. get dressed and go back out there? God. Okay. Now that we're done, now that we're done going down memory lane. Now you know the name, the reason for the podcast. I don't know if yeah. Now everybody knows that. it's late to work sports because I was trying to come up with the name of the podcast and everyone was taking it and I was like. Oh, what better to, to, to get something that would describe me than late to work? <laughs> I've had this problem since before I joined the Marine Corps. It's not going to go away. Sorry. <laughs> he was born with this. You probably were born um, late too, weren't you? <laughs> no, I was actually born early, but my mom's late to everything. So, um, <laughs> hey, so we got a pretty good show today, man. Uh, we're going to wrap up the college football world. Uh, going to kick some NFL. We got playoffs. And uh, then we're going to talk about a couple more other things and then do some uh, NBA. That's going to start kind of leaning more and more heavily to NBA. So, and then uh, obviously, like I said, some hacky. So, I'm excited, Vince. You ready? Yes, sir. I am ready. All right, man. Let's get it. All right. So, I guess the first topic, man, since uh, we're just kind of talking about uh, the end of the regular season, right? Right. It'd be a great time to talk about the end of a uh, 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 said name player's regular season and possibly his career, and that is Mr. Aaron Rodgers. So he had his last game, obviously. Um, the Packers had to beat the Lions. Hey, it's win and get in. And they lost. Yeah. The Lions went in there, and Dan Campbell said, we know we can't make the playoffs, but we don't want them to make it either. And I love that. That's fire. That's I'm gonna tell you what. I got nothing else to play for except for to make sure my rivals don't get it either. And they won, right? So Green Bay goes home. They lost in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers at the end of it would not swap his jersey, and uh, that was kind of a big deal because everybody's like, well, "Ain't not gonna swap your jersey, man." It's the end of the game. Like, there's a you know? reason. A yeah, big coming reason. back. So they asked him about it, and they said, "Why didn't you swap your jersey?" Or the, I'm sorry, they didn't ask him. I think they did it in the press conference. But during it, when he was asked by this wide receiver for the Lions to swap jerseys, his response to him was, "Nah, this one's special." Well, when asked about it, he kind of alluded the question a little bit. You know, didn't really kind of put it out there. But they also seen him hugging Randall Cobb, 
as they walked away. And uh, I guess a reporter tried to kind of get up there, take pictures, and he kind of shoved the reporter away and just kind of embraced Randall Cobb. And so the question obviously starts getting kicked around. Is Aaron coming back to Green Bay or is Aaron coming back to the NFL at all? So Vince, I don't think Aaron's coming back, uh, me personally, um, to Green Bay. I don't think he's done per se, but I don't think he's coming back to Green Bay. And uh, I got some stats I want to talk to you about. Okay. So first off, as a starter, starting full game seasons, right, Aaron Rodgers threw – the second most interceptions he had ever thrown in his career as a starter. He had the third lowest touchdowns as a starter. And remember, this is full seasons because he had one season where he only played seven games and another play where he played nine. But this is full seasons. The third lowest touchdowns and the second lowest yards. So, I don't necessarily think Aaron Rodgers is on decline, but... If you look at his stats, if you look, Aaron Rodgers is, has done a lot in his career. But I think he understands that not everybody's a Tom Brady, right? Right. He could be. He could be on the right team. I think he's maybe starting to kind of come to terms with it, that the Green Bay is not the right team for him. Green Bay does not, until recent years, bring people in that they didn't draft. They're very homegrown. The problem is they never get him any help. I mean, they drafted his replacement, but didn't draft him wide receivers. What are you doing? You know? And uh, they do got Christian Watson there who who came on tight at the end of the year. He's probably going to be a stud. Him. He's most likely going to be a stud. I picked him up while he after his first game where he lit it up and he did well for me. But, yeah. <clears throat> but you know, I, I personally don't think he's going to be around much longer, Vince, and that's my personal opinion. What, uh, what do you think about Aaron and the way it all ended and – is this the final time we've seen Aaron Rodgers in a Packer jersey or the final time we've seen him on a football field? I think this is the last time we've seen him in a Packers jersey. I, me, personally, mm-hmm. it, it it wouldn't surprise me if he goes to, like, Oakland. To play, My, with, uh, to play with Devontae Adams? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, they have everything in place there. You got Darren Waller, you got Joshua, uh, what's his name, Jacobs. Devontae Adams, uh, who's Here's the, the other problem, kid? Though, they didn't sign Waller or Jacobs to contracts. You're kidding year. me. They told him they wouldn't re-sign them. They weren't re-signing them. They were letting their contracts expire. And Jacobs just, I believe, I didn't see the final, but going into this week, he Jacobs, won. The, he won. He won the Russian title. Okay, yeah, he had the Russian title going he did. this week. No, no, he's gone. So, he's gone. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Never mind. No, no, you no. You don't no, want to no. sign me. No, nah, I retract that statement then. Waller, okay. you don't want to sign me? No, 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 no. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, so um I, I got a I got a few stats here that What you got? And I'm gonna name these stats off, but then I also want to talk about the circumstance with those as well. Mm-hmm. Uh lowest yards per game throwing two point seventeen as a starter, right? Whoa. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty horrible. It it, it is. And then, so, and this is another one that I thought was very interesting. Since 2005, he has only thrown under 4K yards three times. In non-injury, like, non-injury years. Three times. Wow. Um, and then he had the lowest QBR of his career this year, which was a 39.4. Even in, in, in injury years, he had a higher QBR. And then he had the lowest rating as a starter in his career. 
Um, I say that to say this as well. Mm. He had no help on offense. He doesn't want to play with new uh, or young receivers. I understand it. He doesn't, but he also doesn't want to go to OTA. So how are you supposed to mesh and mold and you like you know have chemistry with your receivers? But on the other end here, Green Bay, why did you give this man that big of a contract? What did you think that a well, Aaron Rodgers has got to be in his forties now, right? What he's like 41, 42 years old. Who Aaron Rodgers' age is? I don't know. I thought I had it right here, but I don't. Oh, here it is. He's thirty nine. Thirty nine and thirty nine days. Yeah. December second, nineteen eighty three. Thirty nine years old. Mm-hmm. What do you th- you think he's gonna save the day? Aaron Rodgers uh, on Sunday night looked like a defeated. Or was it yeah Sunday night? Sunday night looked like a defeated man. He was like, well, well, this is how it's gonna be. It's this is how it's gonna be, man. Um, just go ahead and call it quits. He does not want to play for Green Bay anymore. He does not. Can you blame him? I can't blame him. I can't blame him at all. I don't like the offense they've had since Matt Lafleur has been there. Uh, you you take away the ability for him to be in shotgun and kind of make plays with his legs. Aaron Rodgers is still kind of fast to be 39 years old. He got, he got some wheels on him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got Stetson Bennett uh, wheels. Um, But they they have not done done right by him, and he has not done right by the Packers as well by wanting this much money. Because in return, they can't really afford anybody. No. So it's star studded receiver go too. Yeah. And yeah, then he, he turned around and signed, but he signed afterwards. So I don't want to hear nothing. Like, Aaron, you signed after your, after your star studded receiver left. So mm-hmm. you didn't have to. Didn't have to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't see, I don't think we see him back in Green Bay. I, I'm not sure he's necessarily done. Okay, well, then, let me ask you this then. If mm-hmm. you don't see him with the Packers, where does he go? If, uh, give me give me three teams. Three good teams. that or Not good teams, but three teams that you think that he They're could like go to Colton. right now and make it a, 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 an immediate impact. I see 49ers. I see... You know, I'm gonna go 49ers, Rams, and I'm gonna go the Saints. Okay. So both those first teams I named off are in his home state, so I can see him going back there because that's that's home. Even if he's not close to his family, that's still home. But New Orleans is intriguing because New Orleans is, in my opinion, a quarterback away from being a pretty good team if they keep their their pieces together so okay all right well i got four and the fourth one is a long shot like i like this is like i still want to play but this is the only team available okay so my first team is san francisco so i agree with you on that one yep my second team is the tennessee titans Mm -hmm. my third team is the new york jets my fourth team outside like they have like a probably a point five chance of this happening, but if you want a quick fix immediately and you want to rebrand yourself as an organization or having a long lustrous line of <laughs> championships, Pittsburgh Steelers. 
So there was talk about him going to Pittsburgh while back, but I don't think they're going to replace Kenny Pickett. I, think I don't. I don't think so either. I think he's. I don't think he's ready. I think he's probably like a year and a half, maybe two years out. But he the is one their that future. Intrigues me the most out there is probably the Jets. That's the one I could see him going to probably. Besides San Fran. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think San Fran is probably. <laughs> that's that's probably it because Trey Lance is not going to be ready for the season, is he? I don't know. He got injured fairly early, so maybe. Yeah. But but Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is an upgraded Trey Lance. Let's just be honest. Even he's, if Trey Lance blossoms, he's not there yet. No, he's not. So. He's not. I mean, yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll get on Garoppolo talk after the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, well that'll that'll definitely be a talking point then. So yeah. Well. uh I guess since we're talking about people going different places and stuff, what about this uh, coaching carousel, Vince? You wanna you wanna break down the firings? Well, th- there's two big firings I want to talk about, and that's Kings- uh, Kingsbury and Lovey Smith. Here, I'm gonna start with Kingsbury. You should have never been given that job, first and foremost. You are a college coach, and it does not translate to the NFL, and that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. You just need Nick to be- Saban. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay, Nick Saban. You know, it just, it just it does not translate. Steve Spurrier, it does not translate. Okay, so with that being said, Kyler Murray isn't any better. Kyler Murray isn't any better. I, I don't. I, I mean, he's he is a diva, I and mean, he he really is. And now you're coming to me, off. Of- Kyler Murray's not much better. I would say. He's not much better practice and stuff-wise than Jamarcus Russell. If they're talking about putting it in your contract, you can't be much better than Jamarcus Russell. And here's the thing now. Don't get me wrong. Hey, if by some miraculous chance Jamarcus Russell ever hears this podcast, I like Jamarcus Russell. Oh, no, I like him. I like him. I like him outside uh, outside of the football field. He, he actually I, has done a lot for the community. Like He's a good person. Yes, I like him. He came from a, he came from the struggle, and I and I relate, and I understand, and I agree, and I'm all about it, man. And and I know how your life was thrown in that thing, and when you know you you know those turmoils, hey man, you, you go with what's comfortable sometimes. So I don't right. fault that man at all. I know a lot of people call him the biggest bust in the NFL. Maybe he is, but you know what? I, I like the guy, but he will be the first one to tell you he didn't his his work ethic when it came to practice and stuff. It wasn't there. And that's Kyler Murray to me. Kyler Murray is like that, but Kyler Murray is obviously faster, more agile, and honestly has better weapons around than Jamarcus had. So, but I don't think Kyler Murray is really all that good personally. I like Kyler Murray, I personally do, but I'm growing to like him less and less because he does seem to be more and more of a diva. So, Duh. sorry, I got on a rant about Kyler Murray. No, no, no. You wanna, uh, you no yeah, I, I mean, no, nah, I'm good on Kingsbury. Uh, you just mentioned um, Russell, and I'm I'm thinking about the time that they gave him the tape to go home and look at, <laughs> and he came so, back and he said they were like, well, you know, did you what did you think of the tape? He was like, oh, it was good. It was it was a, of another team or something or whatever, and it it ended up being a blank tape. And what yeah, and what he said was that organization was wrong because. They basically set him up for failure. I mean, you were trying to catch him and doing this and trying to catch him. He said when he first got there, he didn't feel because I think it was the general manager or the mm-hmm. or the coaching staff. 
one of them didn't want him, and one of them did. Yep. I think it was the coach didn't want him, and the general manager did, and so it was a bad situation. That that stuff happens. But yeah, yeah. That Lovey was. Smith, Lovey Smith. I don't know why Lovey Smith wasn't fired sooner. To be honest with you. Well, um, well. <laughs> and I know you. I know you have somebody else that you're foaming at the mouth talking about firing. I think Lovey Smith, man, honestly, Lovey Smith is defensively is a good defensive uh, coordinator. Um, I think it was well overdue, but Lovey Smith wasn't working with a lot there too in the man's defense. So I don't think Lovey long Smith. Neck Lovey Mills. Smith, <laughs> I don't think Lovey Smith is. I personally, I don't think Lovey Smith is much better than a Jeff Fisher. My personal opinion, but I think that. He wants to shot, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. He got there when all this stuff started happening with Deshaun requesting a trade and stuff. He was only there a couple years, right? This was his first year. Was this his first year? This was his first year. I thought it was possibly his first year, but I wasn't sure if it was this year was his first year or last year when Deshaun didn't play was his first year. No, this is definitely his first year. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, the man wasn't given a lot. I mean, he he. He didn't have a lot to work with, but I will let you talk on uh, the other person because he shouldn't have had a head coaching job either. But now, go ahead. No, I, I don't understand how like, I, I'm at this point. I'm trying to figure out why'd you even hire him in the first place? Because he accepted the fact that Deshaun Watson was not going to be his quarterback. Y'all were going to trade him. We all knew this was the best decision to make anyways for him to be out of Houston. Secondly, his starting running back is on the IR. Brandon Cooks was their best receiver this year. I think I he like did. Brandon Cooks, so man, I, 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 I don't like him too. I think he's got a short end of the stick throughout his career, and I don't know what happens in his locker room. But this man just gets traded like crazy. I don't understand it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't understand that either. Um, and I mean, you have Long Neck Davis Mills, Jeff Driscoll, and Kyle Allen as your quarterbacks. What are you supposed to do with that? Well, I don't think Lovey Smith honestly should have got the job. First off, I just looked it up. He hasn't coached in the NFL since 2015. 2015. I feel like they just found somebody. Seven years after. He's been out of the league for six, seven years, and you bring him back? Yeah. And then you only only give him one year. He should have never came back, me personally, my personal opinion. I don't think he's a great coach. But – at the same time, if you only hire him, and I get it, I get it, but what did you think was going to happen with your organization? Like, did you think you were Super Bowl bound? Come on, man. Yeah, like you were you... the only team in the NFL that nobody put a bet on to make it to the Super Bowl or to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> the only team that they said one of these uh, major uh, sports books, they have like, you know, they allow people to put bets on them. And I can't remember who it was. It was one of the ones in Vegas. 31 teams at this point at the beginning of the season had bets on them. That team did not. This is sad. This is the sad. The only team, bro. The only team I was reading the article and I was like, whoa. Now I don't know if it's somebody ended up putting it on later in the in the in the year or you know, but when I read the article, there was thirty one teams that had bets on them to win the Super Bowl. The Texans was the Lone Ranger that did not. Yeah. But you right. got but you got old Ron Rivera over there that don't even know that they can get a little bit Ron. Like you know, it, come on, man. You don't even know in the playoffs like he's gonna get eliminated from playoffs in the game. So you just you ease up on your. I don't know playoffs. I, I don't think he deserves to be an NFL coach, and but that like he he he's a very good defensive guy, 
but he's not. He's he's not. It's same thing with Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith is a good defensive coach. Um, he's just not a good head coach. But at the same time, the Houston Texans, as shady as they are, yep. um, as an organization as well. I mean, I, I believe this is the same owner that when the NFL players were talking about in social injustices, he said, and we, I quote. We don't let the inmates run the asylum. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that was the same guy that said that. Yeah, a choice of words there, buddy. That was the wrong choice of words. It doesn't look good. Had you said something like, hey, I'm the owner. Y'all are the players. I'm the boss. Y'all sign the paychecks. I own the team. You know, words have meaning. The way you word stuff Puts undertones, maybe you meant it, maybe you didn't, but it puts undertones and everything else. I'm in the Marine Corps. It's easier for me to tell you who my boss is. I know that's my boss. I don't need you to try to degrade me any sort of way, any sort of way, to let me know that I'm underneath you. It's the whole mindset, you know, and you've seen it. We've seen it before, you know, with with Mm -hmm. senior leadership. Mm -hmm. They want to tell you, you know, I'm the gunny. I run it. I know you're the gunny. I see it on your collar. I know you're the sergeant major, sergeant major. I can see it. I don't need you to tell me. Mm -mm. And if you have to remind me, then there you have some insecurities. And that's (laughs) the thing. The inmates running this out. I'm not the right thing to say, big dog. Not the right thing. Hey, I'm the owner of this team. And as I'm, while I'm the owner, we won't be doing this. However, I see some concerns. We can talk about that, and we can try to work together to work on, you know, to come to a common ground or whatever. But but what you said, now nah, that ain't it, big dog. That ain't it. And I understand maybe you didn't want that because of this, because of that. Cool, got it. But you, you, you can't say those things. You got to be smarter, and that's the problem, man. People, politicians, people of billionaires, they think they can just say whatever they want. There's no repercussions. Okay, well, buddy. <laughs> in today's world, thankfully, in today's world, there's a little more repercussions. So sometimes it's too much, but people yeah. are held. People are held to a shorter leash in today's world, you know. And it's and it's nicer because sh- people like you and me have always been kind of held to that leash. Oh you know? boy! Oh boy! So, well, I got one question, and then we'll roll on to the next topic here. What's up? If Lovey Smith was the coach for the Washington Commanders. Do they have a better season than they had this year? Do they make playoffs with those weapons? If Ron Rivera wouldn't have said his comments a couple of weeks back, I would have said no. But now I do think they would have had a better season because I do think Lovey Smith would at least have the consciousness to know that, hey, we can't lose this game because if we do, we're going to get knocked out in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So solely because of that there, I'm going to say – Yes, they would have had a better season. He would have known to not put Carson Wentz back in and kept Taylor Heineke in the game. I I, I wholeheartedly believe that. that, The commander's defense is not bad. I mean, Chase Young was out. All year. All year, right? Yeah, all year. Well, all right then. All right, well... uh... What about, I, I got this, actually, I guess they're, honestly, you could say kind of maybe both about the Saints, but I got two stories, and one of them just a quick story, I just want to get your opinion on it, and uh, and then we'll roll into kind of the bigger story, so 
The first story is uh, Can't Guard Me, Mike Thomas, right? The wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Huh? The Slant King. Oh, the Slant King. That's right. So what just came out was that uh, he restructured his contract last Friday. um, And uh, basically for 2023, he will... Lower his base salary down from fifteen point five million to one point six five million, while adding a roster bonus of thirty one point seven five five million for the twenty twenty four league. Now it says the latter will become fully guaranteed on the third day of the twenty twenty three league year, March seventeenth. Well, that's not a big deal to me, right? Because a lot of people. They restructure their contracts and stuff to help out, take it in bonuses, stuff like that. So that's not a big deal to me, right? The big deal here is the internet's undefeated, first off. Somebody got out there and said, hmm, how much is he making over the last three years? Okay. So over the last three years, he's made almost $50 million. Right? Well, in that time period, not counting playoff games, they have played a total of 50 regular season games as a as an organization, right? Well, out of those 50 games, Michael Thomas was injured all of 2021, so didn't play any games. And he played a combined total of 10 in the other two seasons. Combined now. 10 games. So, 10 out of 50 he played. Back in 2021, I'm sorry, 2020, he had 40 receptions. And this year he had 16. So, that's 56 receptions in total over a three-year span. Now, break that down. He is making close to $900,000 per catch. Which is mind-blowing. So really, my big question here is, if you're the New Orleans Saints, Vince, do you move on from Michael Thomas? Yeah, yeah go ahead and clock out for me, big dog. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, and go clock ahead and turn out. your playbook in. Yeah, go ahead and turn your playbook in and let's go ahead and clock out, man. You, you can't even, even stay on the freaking field. But, I mean, we were talking about it earlier and I said I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Bucks, <laughs> But... You got to stay on the field. I mean, you like yeah, as you said, you, another Julio, another Julio, Julio, AJ Green. I mean, yes, you have games where they're like, oh, okay, there he is. Yep. Your skills don't just diminish overnight, but your athletic ability when you start getting these injuries, it starts affecting you. You can't cut. You can't do. I mean, bro, I did high jump and long jump in school. Once I broke my back. I didn't do that a whole lot after that. You know what I mean? Just the the ability to do some of the things and to to be able to really move like I used to. It wasn't there. And the impact, the sheer impact when I come down from doing those things, it didn't feel so good after a couple times of doing it. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm not trying to jump super high anymore, man. You know, I'm not trying to dunk anymore. I'm not trying to... I ain't trying to do that stuff, man, because the impact when I come down does not feel good on my spine. So these injuries add up. 
I think I think if you're New Orleans, you got to cut him. You got to cut him. Move on. He's not going to be, in my opinion, that superstar anymore. We're watching it with Deshaun Watson. He was gone for. He was great in, in with the Texans, and now he's moved on, and he's been gone for so long, and he gets out there and he is struggling. So that <laughs> yeah. leads me into my next New Orleans Saints topic, there, Vince, and this is kind of the bigger one. Sean Payton. So Sean Payton. Right now is an analyst um, on TV, and he some teams I guess have expressed interest in possibly hiring him as their head coach. Well, he still has two more years with the New Orleans Saints, and so uh, uh, for a team to do that, they would have to basically trade. Right, this has happened before, um, but for him to make this move, right. Like I said, you'd have to do the trade, but they cannot do it until January 17th, I believe it is. They can't can't talk to any teams. Can't begin the process, right? Well, last year there's some stuff that came out, and Sean Payton had been talking to the Miami Dolphins, possibly with Tom Brady, and the Dolphins got penalized and lost uh, quite a big chunk of money, and and I believe some draft picks. Idiots. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was a couple. It was a draft pick or two. I think it's first rounder. As a matter of fact, um, coincidentally, Tom Brady has been involved in both teams when they lost picks and got fined. That stuff. There's only been two in NFL history, and Tom Brady was involved with both of them, the Patriots and the Dolphins. But he done that. He also has Bounty Gate under his uh, belt. With for y'all that don't know, that's where there was players. They were paying or putting bountings on people to take them out. Brett Favre was a big one. Take him out of the game and you get $50,000. And if correct me if I'm wrong, but it was Jonathan Vilma, I believe, that was leading that the, the head on that one on the team. And Sean Payton said, I had no idea this was happening. Okay, bro. It's your, your, your team, your coaching, you have no clue this is going on. Well, either way, he was suspended for a whole year there. Now the Miami thing. And then... This year, now it looks like with the Broncos. He was doing an interview with uh, one of the announcers from, uh, what is it, Good Morning Football or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they were asking him about it, and he said, well, I've talked, you know, I've been in conversation, I've had conversations with the owners of the Broncos. They're interested in, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I think he realizes, like, oh, I'm not allowed to do that right now because I'm under contract. With the Saints, I can't talk to a new one until January 17th. He quickly says, but, you know, we can't really talk about anything until until the 17th of January. Realizes, like, I messed up. So, my question, Vince, or my thought process is, do you think the Broncos are going to get fined? And Sean Payton, I mean, I'm literally showing you, and this is just things we know of, painting a history of this man having shady dealings. Would you want him on your team, coaching your team? Only if he would be okay with being under a very small microscope or a big microscope. Excuse me. <laughs> hey, buddy, what you doing today? Oh, I'm just chilling at the house. Send a picture. I need well, the thing it. is, the Broncos are doing. also the Broncos are okay with it because they also know the rules. Now. 
maybe they don't know it 100% because the Bronco ownership just changed. But I'm sure you had an idea. You know what I mean? Well, John Elway's still there, and I'm not high on him as a GM anyways. So I would assume John Elway knew. Oh he, oh, he knows. He knows. Listen, you've been the GM since Tim Tebow, buddy. So, yeah. Wow, has it been that long? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's the, he's the reason why Tim Tebow was not underneath Peyton Manning. He got rid of Tim Tebow. Well, I don't think Tim Tebow was ever your answer, but. No, he's not the answer, but Jesus. I mean, he could at least learn something from Peyton. Yeah, that's true, and you didn't give him the chance. So. You didn't give him the chance. You didn't want him. <laughs> like, like I don't like John Elway. I, I I never will like John Elway. So I don't uh, blame you. I don't blame you. I mean, I, I think can't. Terrell Davis is a big reason why you have Super Bowls, buddy. So I'm I'm just just gonna go there with that one. Shannon Sharp played there too, didn't he? Yes, he did. Shannon Sharp's a big that? reason why as well. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I wouldn't want Sean Payton. I think there's too much. One, I, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not super big on Sean Payton anyways. I think – I don't know if it was more Tom Brady or more Sean Payton. I do think uh, Sean Payton can draft very well. I will give him that. But – and maybe that was just his supporting cast. I don't know as well. But he knows how to set the I'm, correct bounty too. Yeah, he knows how to <laughs> make sure the bounty is set up. Right? <laughs> I just think he's too shady, man. I, I don't – I don't – I'm not a big fan of that, like – one time getting your wrist slapped, you know, you made a mistake, it's embarrassing, whatever. But some of these things, you're trying to take people out of the game, man. These people use this job to provide for their family. Even if it is Brett Favor, who likes to steal from welfare people. Yeah. Um, it's not right. It's not right. So, Well, I guess we can uh, we can talk about the college, um, excuse me, excuse me, not yet. The NFL playoff predictions if you want and then uh then we'll roll into uh the college football championship before we hit the nba okay yeah yeah, let's do that i mean and we can and and to be honest like our injuries are kind of tied into my picks so it kind of rolls into it so it's not a that'll kill two birds with one stone there good guy yeah right all right well we'll start with the afc man to me um the AFC is a little more, to me, they're the dominant um, division as a whole. Now, I'm not saying necessarily maybe the most dominant team. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying the most dominant team or most dominant as a whole. So we have the L.A. Chargers heading to Jacksonville to play the Jags. Yes. We got uh, Baltimore Ravens heading to play the Bengals in Cincy. Mm-hmm. And then the Miami Dolphins heading way up north to play the Buffalo Bills. So that is the AFC. Um, NFC is Dallas heading to Tampa to play the Bucks. The New York Giants heading to Minnesota to play the Vikings. And the Seattle Seahawks heading not that far away at all to play the 49ers. Right. So, I mean, I guess it is kind of far away. But it's not super far away. It's one. What one two states away? Well, well, you know, like you know, the folks from the country. Oh, it ain't nothing but a little hop, skip, and a jump. All right, so um, <laughs> now that we're done hop, skipping, and jumping, <laughs> um, let's start with the AFC. Vince, who do you have winning these three games? Okay, all right. So 
for the AFC. And you're probably going to bite my head off for this one. But I have the Jags beating the Chargers. First off. And the uh, reason why I say that is because Mike Williams is injured. That is the biggest big re- surprise. Yeah. Well, that's the biggest reason why, in my opinion, Justin Herbert has been uh, not doing so well this year. He doesn't have his players. So he doesn't have his receivers at all. So I'm going with the Jags there. Uh, okay. I agree. I got Jags as well. Okay. Oh, I thought she was going to bite my head off with that one. No, no, no. I got Jags as well because the Jags seem to be clicking right now. I told you the hot hand, man. Yeah. It's getting hot at the right time. The Jags are getting hot oh, yeah. at the right time. And the Chargers are, to me, just a hit and miss. You don't know what Charger team you're going to get each week. But now you're going all the way to Duval as well? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. And we, we know them folks in Jacksonville. They they they, they love their Jags, <laughs> good or bad. Good. Um, I have the Bills winning. And because the uh, the uncertainty circling Tua right now, He's still not cleared. Uh, and, nope. and to be honest, I am personally concerned about his health. What is this, the fourth concussion this year? Something like that. This dude's going to have CT really bad. Yes, he is. If you don't, if you don't, he, I feel bad for him, but he probably needs to walk away, honestly. But I have, I think Miami with Tua have a chance to beat Buffalo. I don't, I, I'm telling you, without, without Tua, they don't win. But with Tua, there is a chance. Um, I do, however, still have the Buffalo Bills edging this out. Okay. Okay. And then, um, and then with or without Lamar injury, Bengals win. 100%. I got, you got no arguments there since he went. To me, the top four teams in the AFC is Kansas City, Cincy, and then Buffalo, Miami. Those four combination, in my opinion, will be in the AFC Championship. And I have no arguments with those (laughs) whatsoever. Okay. Well, then rolling in the NFC, then I'll go ahead and give you mine and let you give me your feedback here. So we'll start with the Dallas Cowboys going to play Tom Terrific there and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So my opinion, even with a struggling offense for the Dallas Cowboys, I think Dallas wins. This round. I didn't say everything. I said this round. I think that Tampa still struggles. Uh, I, I, I'm not impressed by Tampa. I mean, I understand. Tom Brady has one good game, and everybody's ready to jump back on and talk about how great he is. Listen, man, this team struggled. Congratulations, you won a division that literally has only one team with a winning record. I'm sorry. It doesn't have a team with a winning record. I forgot. We're at 17 game seasons. So, <laughs> you literally won a division with a losing record. You're 8-9. The other teams are 7-10. and 10. You're not a good team. You're playing the Dallas Cowboys, who are 12-5. and five. And I have... I understand they've had some struggles here recently, but they have the number one... To, or, or one of the number one defenses in the NFL. So I'm going to go Dallas wins this one. I think they they come in, and I understand everybody's going to say, you know, the veterans, and they've been through it, and he's been there. But I still think Dallas wins this round. Okay. Um, I I go the complete opposite with you on this one here because, uh, like my good man Stephen A. Smith always says, what can go wrong 
will go wrong with the Dallas Cowboys. And they all he would he would know he would know they and they choke every year like starting from December all the way to the start of the playoffs they always do this it is ridiculous now granted I will say this I think what um, Brady played until the second quarter of your game I can't remember. I will say this is the first time that Brady has ever started a game against the Atlanta Falcons and lost. Yeah, he. I, th- I want to say he played until the second quarter. They were up seventeen to ten at that time, and then Brady left. No, 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 no. Brady did seventeen to ten. Yeah, Tampa Bay was up seventeen to ten at halftime. Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, but Brady didn't play that long at all. No, he didn't. That's why I was retracting my statement. Brady played, it looks like he played until like the beginning of the second quarter, and then Blaine Gabbert came in there. And then they, yeah, so and they put Kyle Gabbert Trask gave in him the too. lead. Yeah, Gabbert gave him the lead. Yeah, I mean. And then it was all Atlanta from there on out. It, it, they went into half, and they never scored after half. Yeah. Um, but I'm going with the Bucks on this, and it's not because of. Like, I think the Bucks are great. I just think the Cowboys are on their decline right now. It's going to happen. For the record here, Prescott ha- is tied for the most interceptions in the league this year. I think Dak probably played, what, 10 games? 11 games, maybe? Not enough to have that. Yeah, you know, so. he was tied with long neck Davis Mills. I uh, I'm not gonna argue with you there. I'm not oh, gonna argue. Oh no, no, OxyClean man. There's more. So like I said, I'm not gonna argue with you. I think I think Dallas is the better team. If that offense can just hang in there, Dallas will win this. I think, to me personally, I believe Tampa Bay is just a wreck all the way around. Oh no, no, I got some more stats for you about Dak, Dak Prescott because he's not. This is not. This is this is the this is the weak point of the Dallas Cowboys. I know you hate Dak Prescott, but God, Lee. I don't hate Dak Prescott. I hate the 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 fact that he's for the cow like he plays for the Cowboys, and they paid this man money, like he's a superstar. So, seven consecutive games with an interception, longest streak by Cowboys player since two thousand four. Okay, and then he also has three interceptions returned for a touchdown. This is tied for the most in the NFL, and he missed five games. So he played 12 this year. 15 interceptions. Now, he's having a bad year. It, it's, it's a bad year, but then this also makes Cooper Rush look great when I don't think Cooper Rush is that good either. Because I think Dak Prescott is better than Cooper Rush. I really do. But I yeah. think they're going to crash and burn. This is And this is the game. I do too. I just don't think this game. So, well, uh, Let's roll into the next one then, since you're done hating on my man Dak. Um, what about the Minnesota Vikings and New York Giants? I have Minnesota winning this, and it's not because I think Minnesota's great. It's not because I think the Giants are bad. I just think Minnesota is going to do enough to win this game. I don't think Danny Dimes is that great, and I do think Justin Jefferson is a beast. So... Who do you have winning this game? I don't know yet. I don't know. Because 
You had all day to figure this one out. What do you mean you don't know yet? <laughs> because if you have any any football knowledge, you're saying go with the Vikings, right? Mm-hmm. But history says. But history says with Kirk Cousins, this is not great. I'm gonna tell you, history says when the when the Giants back into the playoffs, they go to the Super Bowl. You see what their, I'm saying, man? Their previous two Super Bowls, I believe they were the sixth seed, weren't they? I believe so. They were way down there. Yeah, uh, they were the sixth seed. They never had a home game. Yeah, they had to go on the road and win. And one of them was when they beat the undefeated Patriots, uh, New England Patriots. So yes, sir. So but I'm I'm, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I'm going with the Vikings. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm that right now. I'm going with the Vikings, but it will not surprise me at all by any measure if the Giants win. Vikings get out of this round, and that's as far as they go. Um, and then this one is the one that's hard for me. This is Sam Fran versus Seattle, and I'm gonna go probably the unpopular choice, and I'm gonna go to Seattle, man. I don't think Brock Purdy. I don't think he keeps it running. I understand he's got a lot of weapons around him. Don't get me wrong. But Geno Smith is having a great year. He set some passing records for. Yeah, he set the, the he set the passing record. He broke uh, uh, old, old, uh, Wilson's, Wilson's uh, Wilson's. Yeah. Yeah. And now I know, here's the thing, here's the thing, and I guess I'm going to put an asterisk next to it. It depends. If Tyler Lockett is out, then the 49ers, I personally think, are going to kind of run away with this. I don't know if Tyler Lockett is out yet because it's like he's a, I swear he's a week-to-week thing. You never know when he's going to be here and when he's not. So, But Tyler Lockett's there with DK Metcalf, Geno Smith, Walker, I think, I think the Seahawks got what it takes to upset the 49ers. So I'm going to go Seahawks. I'm going to go unpopular opinion and pick Seahawks. Uh, they what you got? they have Lockett active, ready to go for this this game. Um, I thought I seen him good last week. Yeah, he's good. Um, so I'm I'm going to go out here this here, and I was I was pondering and teeter tottering with this one as well. Um, I don't feel comfortable betting against Pete Carroll against a rookie quarterback in the playoffs. So I'm I'm going with the Seahawks. I understand the 49ers have a good, very, very good defense. Very, very good defense. But that thing can only take you so far. If your offense is, is consistently three and outs, your defense is going to get tired. So we'll see. One hundred percent. We'll see. What, this one's gonna be a good one. That's that's. I think this is gonna be the best game one, of the uh, of the, uh, the weekend. Yeah, that's one of my that's one of my games to watch. That's probably my game to watch. Um, honestly, uh, Jacksonville and LA is probably in the other one. Okay. So that's the one. I'm like, ooh, I think Duval's gonna win, but who knows? Well, I got um, I got Sunday tickets, so I might actually put it on. Um, um I might be able to broadcast that. Okay, okay. On the, hey, uh, on the Discord. Word on, the sh- 
<laughs> word on the street, word on the street is uh, I got a mic and a webcam coming, so eventually maybe we can start doing some live stuff. Yes, you. That's do. just word on the street. Yeah, word on the street. I I, I heard something. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that wraps up everything I got for the NFL this week, man. Okay. So we'll go ahead and before we roll into the NBA, we'll talk about college and. I don't think we're gonna have much to say when this for this one, but we'll go ahead and talk about the national championship game. Um, I guess you can call it a game. It really wasn't. TCU, Georgia is better than TCU. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Georgia's better than TCU. Georgia showed they're the best team this year. Now I think Ohio State almost had their number and they screwed themselves. But hey, that happens. That happens. You have to be able to perform at all facets, and they couldn't. And Georgia could. That's all that matters is the final score. So now that I think, now that I think Ohio State was a better team, don't get me wrong. I don't think Ohio State was a better team, but you know, it just kind of happens. I think Georgia was definitely the better team going in there to play TCU. I do think they were better. I told you, my mind says pull for Georgia. My heart says pull for TCU. TCU is an underdog. They went in there, and they didn't show up to play. Do I think they would have won? Nope, don't think they would have won at all. But I don't think they showed up to play their game. <laughs> and I think Georgia did show up to play. And I think that was the problem, man, is they didn't show up. They got mentally defeated quick. And Georgia just took the momentum and rode it. So... Before you give your piece, I'm going to tell you a couple key stats that I've seen here. Um, first off, total yards for TCU, 188. Ooh. 188 total yards. They passed for 152 and rushed for 36. Georgia total yards, 589, over 500 yards more. Georgia passed for 335 yards and rushed for 254 yards. They rushed for more yards than you had as a team combined. And not just a few yards, over 61. The Horned Frogs turned the ball over three times, two of them being interceptions by Dugan. Dugan went had 152 passing yards, went 14 of 22, no touchdowns, and two picks. Like I said, the Russian attack didn't perform. Their receivers... You did have Davis, who did have, he had uh, 100 receiving yards. But that means he caught 101 receiving yards, was his actual number. He caught that from Dugan. That means Dugan threw 51 more passing yards to other people. To put that in perspective, Brock Bowers had as many receiving yards as Dugan had passing yards. 152, both of them. It was not a good game at all by TCU. TCU rolled in there. Maybe they thought they were better than they were. Maybe they picked the wrong game plan. Maybe they didn't watch footage. I don't know. I will say Ray Ray told me a stat, and when he said it, I was like, huh, it was after the podcast. I think it was uh, the night. I think it was yesterday night, matter of fact, or yesterday uh, morning. He said that Michigan basically allowed a 21-point swing. By two pick sixes and getting stopped or, or not getting in the goal line. 
and TCU barely beat him. So, I think TCU is the weakest team out of all of them to make the playoffs. I do. And obviously it showed. This this national championship was the lowest audience to tune into a national championship in college uh, football playoff history. So, I'm done running my suck about this game. Hey, congratulations, Georgia fans. Congratulations, Ray Ray. Congratulations, Paul Paul. Congratulations, Ronnie. Everybody else that listens to this show, there's a Georgia fan in my family through Vince's family. Congratulations. Y'all are back-to-back champions. Can't nobody take it from you. Well-deserved. Go ahead, Vince. Um, I would just like to say that I'm um, that Georgia is back-to-back champs underneath my sacrifice, first and foremost. Okay? All right. San, oh my God. San Diego State and BYU for life. Okay. How do they do in their bowl games? You talking about all that? See, we didn't say we was. See, listen, you getting all script here? You sound like Skip Bayless right now, man. Look, listen. Whoa, whoa, easy. <laughs> oh, this show's gonna end like Undisputed's about to. Easy. You don't even have your glasses on right now. I don't want to hear that. You better put some respect on my name. So. Uh, with that being said here, um, Jonathan, have you ever, you, you, we've watched the first Lion King, right? Yes. Where are you going with this? I don't, there's an end to this. I'm sorry. Just hear me out here. You've watched okay. Lion King. Yep. And you remember when Mufasa had Simba's dad off the ledge and just put his claws in him and he fell down, right? You mean Scar. You mean Scar. Oh, yeah, Scar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Scar. Scar. Scar had his claws in there and, you know. Scar had his claws in Mufasa. In Mufasa. Mufasa fell down, right? And then yeah. old yeah. little Simba came down in the little ravine little, and checked on his dad and he was like, wake up. Yeah. That's wake what up, happened dad. to TCU last night. Okay? That's exactly what happened. Why you keep saying, Okay. <laughs> That's what happened to TCU last night. This was okay. It was a shellacking. It was so bad last night that I was calling the plays a shellacking. Yeah, it was a shellacking. It was horrible. What is these Brunswick terms you're pulling out, man? It's bad. It it was bad. I was I was (laughs) calling the plays out to my son about of what was going to happen, and my son's looking at me like, "How do you know that?" I'm just like, "You you could actually see it's wide open there. Like it's I'm gonna." I'm going to tell you I turned the game off and started playing NCAA 14 on my Xbox 360 just so I could see some good college football. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, I'm out. I'm not wasting my time watching this. Yeah, this is horrible, bro. This is horrible. It, it, I, I, <laughs> I got a question for you. What you got? Uh, and then I'm also going to talk about something else, too, because we talked about it a little bit earlier in reference to this game. Does Bama deserve to be in the college football playoff after looking at that? No. Still doesn't. No. Was Bama, do I think Bama's a better team? Yes. Yeah. Do I think Bama deserves to be in there? No. And it's nothing about who's the better team. Your record speaks for itself. You didn't even make your national championship. So, it's hard for me to say you deserve to be there when you couldn't even compete for your, for, I'm sorry, not your national championship. Your conference championship. You couldn't even compete for it. You weren't even in the game. No, no, so, no. Okay, well, I don't the, think so. let me ask you another question then. If they made it to their their 
conference championship and loss. And that would have been their second have, loss. Would it, would it, would you have reconsidered it then? I would have had to have looked at their ooh, if it had been their second loss. Like they got their second loss in the SEC championship game. I'd have probably still said no because I am a guy on records. I like records. I like records to have some carry some weight. And I probably still would have went with TCU. But didn't TCU lose their championship game? They did. They did lose their championship, but it was their only loss of the season. And they lost by a field goal, so it was close. It wasn't like they got blown out. So, matter of fact, they lost to a team they beat earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And it was a team that's ranked 10th when they faced them. So. Yeah. No, all right. I'm I'm off that. Like I I, I agree with you. Um but uh Mr. 409. <laughs> oh. Oh. Don't do it to this man, man. Don't do, he ain't never going to come on the podcast again. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, Colton. Oh man. I'm sorry, Colton. So I like hey, I like It's your opinion though. You know what I mean? It is. It is. And sometimes and, and, you like the shock factor. Sometimes you want to think that stuff's going to happen. And, and I did, Look, I did hey. say it. I did say it in the, in, the, in the Discord. I did tell you that. I said, don't feel bad about you voicing your own opinion. You gave your opinion, That's and it's fine. You did look a little crazy uh, after that because you, you did say that Ohio State exposed Georgia. And I guess they did. I guess you'd be right in that, in that assessment there because – um, they beat all the hair off of TCU. <laughs> they were beating them uh, so bad. My my son thought that TCU was from California. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. are you gonna put your boy out like that? Oh no! Well, my son was like, I was "Like this team's from California, right?" Dad said, "No, son. It's the good old Bible Belt Texas Christian University." The horn frogs. Well, he just thought he just thought there ain't no way they play ball like that in Texas. <laughs> I think that's what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's how they hey. get down there. <laughs> Welcome to the South, baby. <laughs> we run this down in the South. I would like to take a count and see how many decommits TCU gets after this game. <laughs> you know what? Though I'm gonna tell you what. I don't know if I'm decommitting from TCU because. You got the pieces around. You're doing something right. Maybe you're just a couple pieces away. Let's Georgia, let's be honest. Georgia's a monster of a team right now. Is it NIL? Is it recruiting? Probably a little both. They're a monster of a team right now. And But here's the thing. No team runs it forever, right? Yep. It just doesn't happen. You see what's going on with Alabama right now. My Miami Heat, right? They won two championships in a row. They went for the third one and lost. My Tampa Bay Lightning won two championships in a row. Went for the third one and lost. It happens, man. It happens. It's very hard to to get a a, a, a streak of three championships in a row. You know what I mean? It's just hard to get it, man. And it, Maybe Georgia does. But I mean, it won't last forever. Number, I'm not saying they won't come back to the glory. The number two in recruiting right now, recruiting class. Yeah. So I mean, it's I mean, and Bama's number one. 
However, well, I got a crazy stat for you at the end of the day about actually about Bama and Georgia, so you'll love it. Okay. So, well, let's not beat any more dead horses like uh, Georgia beat TCU, and let's just roll right into the Knocked all the hair off of them, man. All the hair. So, NBA guru? Yes, sir. So, lead away. I only got two things here. Uh, and, and this one here is actually a. In my opinion, I think this is a big, a big injury, and that's Kevin Durant. He has a MCL sprain. Um, how it's mm-hmm. it's not in the same knee that he had last year. Last year it was his left knee. Um, this year they called it an isolated yeah sprain. I think they were trying okay. to what they were trying to do was make it to where they're they're trying to separate it from the left knee. They don't want to say it's the same freaking knee. But if you like look at the reports, everybody goes, it's the right knee. Last year, it was the left knee. Um, last year, when he had this MCL injury, it was around, it was in January. And they went Ooh. on a horrible losing streak. I think they lost like 15 in a row. It was horrible. This is back when James Harden was playing with them and, you know. The beard. Yeah, the beard and. He uh, didn't want to play there, and, you know, he got back on, you know, eating all these these fatty foods or whatever and gained, like, 30 pounds during the middle of the season. And then when he gets traded, he then all of a sudden just loses his weight. Oh, I got some some million-dollar spaghetti in the fridge I'm eating later. I said fatty foods. I didn't say spaghetti. I'm talking about a greasy cheeseburger, man. Oh, I had that earlier. I hate you. Yeah, I had that earlier. But uh, For y'all that don't know, real quick, I know he's sidetracking, but for y'all that don't know, if I look at fatty foods, right, until I started this workout regimen that I'm on right now, because I am shredding the weight, but if I look at fatty foods, oh, and I'm putting on muscle mass, so good, I gain weight. I'm talking about I look at a cheeseburger. My mouth's watering right now, <laughs> thinking about cheeseburger. If I look at it, I gain weight. <laughs> Vince eats three cheeseburgers and loses two pounds. <laughs> I don't like you. Vince. I go outside. I'll eat. I'll eat t- uh, two cheeseburgers in the morning, and then go run it off, and then I'll be good. I don't like you. <laughs> the only thing I can say that I do have over Vince, I'm stronger. He does. He's got the metabolism. And here's the thing, right? I'll get in the way. I'll get in the gym, and I'll lift. I don't know. Throw out a number. We'll say thirty pounds more on on a certain exercise than Vince, right? Well, Vince will go to the gym once every three months and stay in shape. Mm-hmm. My God, I better go at least four times a week for those three months. And I still ain't looking. I'll give Vince. He looks he looks better than me as far as ripped-wise. The dude is always just, I'm like, God, Lee, man. I can lift more weight than you, but God, Lee, bro, you just stay looking ripped. Like I don't lift heavy. I hate though. this. That's the thing. I don't. You don't. You don't lift heavy. You don't lift heavy at all. Mm-mm. You don't lift heavy at all. I... I I'm in the middle. I like to lift. I like to lift heavy, but I'm not that guy that tries to lift two or three lifts. I'm trying to lift. I'm trying to max get around ten to fifteen somewhere in there lifts per weight. If it's if I can't lift it that much, it's too much weight for me. Yeah, my motto is to look as if I'm not strong until it's too late. So I'm trying to have masculine poke triceps. You, I'm just saying you can run up on me all day, but then when I grab a hold of you, you go, uh oh. Yeah, sorry, we got off topic. We got off topic, Vince. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Carry on with Kevin Kevin D. 
Durant. Well, so over the last 10 games, these guys have won nine. They're second in the Eastern Conference. And to be honest, my they're my pick to win the Eastern Conference this year um, because of what him, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving can do. And then you get a little bit more than the bare minimum from old injury-prone Ben Simmons, who has not sat out that much this year, which is astonishing. Uh, this is a very huge injury, in my opinion. I think that this is uh, something that may hinder them. If he's out for a month, I don't know how many games they have. I would say they probably have between 12 to 15 games this month. So this is huge. I understand that Anthony Davis is out, but you know, as my uncle says, he calls him street clothes Anthony Davis because he stays in street oh clothes more than he's actually in uniform. So... Um, I will say that this injury is a lot more hurtful than what the Lakers are going through. But that's all I have for that one. I mean, what is what is your take on? I know I, I don't. Even, are you even a Kevin Durant fan? Uh, I'm not really a fan, but I'm not really against him. I think he's got a very good skill set. Um, I think he's very mature. So, um. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not really big on him, man. I'm not really big on him. I, I, I don't, I don't feel either way. I mean, if he came and played in Miami, I'd, I'd root for him. I love it. But you know, I, I don't. He's not a player I dislike. There's a few players in the NBA I dislike. Um, LeBron being at the top of the list, uh, even though LeBron played for us, I liked LeBron back when he played for us. But about the final year he was there, and I said this before, about the final year he was there. He got real arrogant, and I was just ready. I was honestly ready for him to go. So, and you've heard me tell you that before. But I don't have any issue with Kevin Durant. He's not my favorite player, but I don't dislike him. I think he's in the middle of the pack. So, oh Kevin, oh God, no, no, he's a walking bucket. But that's another story. Um, like, like talking about his shot. Yeah, he's like he's shot. a walking bucket. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's, That's what I'm saying. I'm not against him. I wouldn't be against him. He is a walking bucket. And the the thing about Kevin Durant is, is that he doesn't he doesn't like talking to press. He doesn't like talking about anything other than basketball. And the and his reason behind it is because it's none of your business. I'm here to play basketball. I'm here to win championships. I want to go home. I'm going to tell you right now that makes me respect Kevin Durant. That is that that is definitely Kevin Durant. He he does not. How many times do I tell you? How many times do I tell you? I don't care what your opinion is about anything. I just want to watch you play basketball. I just want to watch you play football. I just want to watch you play soccer, hockey, whatever. I don't care. I don't turn the TV on to hear your opinions about the book you just read or about you know what's happening in a different sport than yours. Or what's happening out in the real world. I don't care, bro. I just want to watch you play. That's it. Right? I just want to watch you play. Now, if you come on a show, maybe this show or a different show, and you and we bring up certain subjects like that, right? If it's a show that talks about your opinions, that's fine. That's fine. But I don't want to hear about it during press conferences and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I'm turning in to watch you play football, basketball, baseball, whatever. So I love that. I do respect that a lot that he's like, look, man, not that his opinion isn't valid, right? Because everybody's opinion is. But I like that he just gets up there and says, look, we're here at a press conference for what the, you know, 
post-game press conference or the game coming up. We're talking about the game right now. We're not talking about that other stuff. We're talking about the game right now because y'all are here because y'all are reporters for sports. Yep. So I do like that. I, I that's I am big on that. Not that I not that I think he should keep his opinions to himself. Nothing like that. Right? You want to say your opinion? Go for it, bro. I just think there's different platforms. And when you're in sports, I, I want to hear. I want to watch you play sports. Honestly, be honest with you, most of the time, I don't really care what you got to say about conferences anyways. I'm not a guy that watches pre, uh, post-game conferences. Never really have been. I know you do like that stuff. I've never been that guy. So, But at the same time, like if I'm going to talk about the breakdown of a game or something, I want you to talk about the game. Uh, I want you to talk about the game. Talk about stories about the game. Talk about whatever. But let's talk. Let's keep it about the game. That's what I enjoy. That's why I turn it off. Well, most of the time, when I watch the press conferences, I, I watch these idiot reporters as like these, like they they, they meant for it to be a real question, but it was kind of like rhetorical. Like, why did you even ask that? The press is not the best. The press. I feel like the press also want to try to act like they're the smartest people in the room all the time mm-hmm. or want to try to trip up these players. And I don't like that. Get in there. Ask them what was going through your head when you – Luca, what was going through your head tonight when you scored 51 points and, you know, did this? Luca, what was going through your head when you scored, you know, a triple-double and it was the first time in – you know, NBA history, this happened and that's happened. You know, LeBron, what was going, you know, what was your motivation to, you know, being down 3-1 in the NBA Finals? What did you harness? What was your motivation to push you through to win? The paycheck to that's the That's what I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear stuff. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute to resume. Oh, my God. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear stuff like that. I don't care what your thought is about who do you think should be the president? Not in that facet. If you want to go and talk on a different show about it, and I want to hear about, it, I, I don't mind. I don't mind that stuff personally. I've read about, you know, players. Joe Burrows. You know, I like me some Joe Burrows. I've read about his opinions on different things. You know what I mean? Not related to sports. I don't mind that, but I want you. Even Joe Burrows has done it before, and I'm like, keep. The sport, keep the conversation about the sport, not about off-topic situation. I don't mind hearing about it, but not here. To me, there's a time and place for everything. I've always said that. You've heard me say that. There's a time and place for everything. So, I think that sports players have a platform and celebrities have a platform. And that platform allows them to branch out and, and do good in the world, but also do harm in the world, too. It's a double-edged sword. You got to use it correctly, and I think they can do a lot of harm. And we've seen it. What's all? What do you talk about the Texan owners today? He's got a platform being the owner, and he says the inmates run the asylum. Wrong thing to say on that platform, big dog. <laughs> Wrong one, guy. That's it. That is it. Wrong one. You know. So, but I'm on done with my soapbox. Why you do that to me? You know. You know you're gonna get me on a rim. Well, you do that on purpose. Yeah, you know I do. I know you do. <laughs> Jerk. All right, talk about LeBron and uh and then we uh I roll into one quick thing that I haven't told you about um that just kind of came out and I just want to kind of touch on real quick and then we'll talk about our closing stuff that we always do 
Okay. Um, so LeBron James did a it was like an interview. It was like at 1030 and it was kind of weird because it was like after one of their games or something. I, I think it was like previously recorded or whatever, but it was broadcast or whatever. And mm-hmm. he wants to continue playing until his son is in the NBA. Playing with him. I understand that 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 sounds cool and all, but maybe call me old school here. Don't come to my team if that's the only reason why you're here. So I'm going to tell you right now. I personally. As a father of three boys, I can see both sides of the argument. Um. If you're only going to come to my team to play with your child, right? I can understand where some people are like, I don't want you if that's all you're going to do. But me personally, if I'm the owner and I'm like, you want to come play with your son, right? If your son is talented enough to make it, I'm not bringing him just so I can entice you. That's not happening. But if your son is talented enough to be here and that's going to entice you to come too as well, then I can be the facilitator for you to get to do a dream. I'm all about it, man. I'm going to tell you what. There's nothing I'd rather do more in my life. And maybe one day I'll get to do it. You know, obviously not pro, but recreational. Is play a sport out there with my son. Whether it's baseball, whether it's football, basketball. And I'm not talking about just going to pick up games. I'm talking about competing against other people together. Him and I, whether it's, you know, whether it's my oldest, my middle, or my youngest. And, you know, yes, I'll be 50 when my youngest graduates high school. But Terrell Owens is still out there balling at 51, right? And obviously he's a freak of an athlete. But Tom Brady's doing it as well. So me playing at a lower level, I can do it. I can do it. Maybe I can't do everything I used to. LeBron, maybe you can't do everything. Maybe you're losing a step. But to get to play with your child, and especially the NBA, playing a pro sport with your child, man, that idea of that is amazing. And kudos. I'm going to get you better. You better better take note. Kudos to LeBron for wanting to have an end goal of being able to play at least with one of your sons. That is amazing. I love it. I love it, man. I love it. I'm all, you know, I'm a family man. So I love it. I'm all about it. Okay. Um, (laughs) I know we disagree on that. I know just because I know you're old school. Like you said, you're old school. Like if that's why you want to come here, if you're not wanting to come here to be part of the organization, if it's only so I can facilitate you to play with your son. Mm -hmm. Like you can do that anywhere. So I do get your thoughts, and and if an owner thought that, I get that thought as well. But like I said, I if LeBron is struggling at that time, I'm not bringing you on for no crazy contract. No. If your son's not good enough, I'm not bringing him on just to entice you to come over here. So everything has to line up, right? It has to be beneficial to me because they're going to shell out millions of dollars. It has to be beneficial. If it's not beneficial. Hey, good luck. Yeah, one team will pay for him to come there. The, this is, but it wouldn't be my team. This is the crazy thing. Is is, is like for for me, 
for those that may have been living under a rock, Bronny James is not a good basketball player. He does not average. He barely, like last year, he averaged 10 points a game. And I believe he was the bench player on top of that. He, he, he wasn't even starting. If he was starting, you're still only averaging 10 points a game. So are, is he going to go to the G League first or is somebody going to draft him so that they can get LeBron? That's my issue. He's not NBA ready. He's light in the behind. He can't really shoot. We don't know if he can defend. He's six foot two. So you're willing to draft. You're as as a GM. You're willing to draft a mediocre player to get LeBron. That's my problem. I don't care what your like what this goal is for you, but your son is not NBA caliber. So why would I draft him? I think he's trying to get his son there. Me personally. So. Michael Jordan did the same thing, and guess how? Well, guess what happened to that? Well, hey, I can get you there. You got to maintain. Michael Jordan didn't get him there. Well, I meant like I'm talking about LeBron. Bro. His season ended. Like I think Mike's Mike's kid ended like in like some junior college in Illinois. Like, it's 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 not worth it. The juice is not worth the squeeze. I shall say. Um, sorry, Brian. Probably should have. Taught him a little bit more or got him a little bit more help or whatever. He alligator alligator arms his shots. It's I mean, it's he's not a good player. I think he needs to go to college. I think a lot of people would just bra- just brag him up because of who he is. Yeah, absolutely. In today's society. But well we'll see how that plays out, man. I'm I'm interested. There's a lot I mean, it feels like every week we got something to talk about LeBron and the Lakers and, and it's probably because LeBron I swear he spends five out of the seven days a week on some show talking about whatever he can talk about. Yeah. So I will say this. I'm though, sure we'll next week we'll have something else. For his age, at what what he's doing right now with the Lakers is unheard of. I applaud him. Yeah, the, like what he's doing right now is unheard of. I will give him that. MJ, MJ's the goat. MJ's still the goat. You're not going to ever change my mind. No, no one's going to change my mind. I'm sorry. You're just not going to. Yeah, and and this is my biggest argument, and nobody can ever contest me on this one here. If Michael Jordan had the same scientific advantages that LeBron has in today's world back in the 80s and early 90s, are we having this argument? If the league was as tough back then, or today, as it was back then. With with the same scientific advantages. I'm talking about how... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Are, the stuff to help your health and yeah, stuff like are that. Are we having this? I mean, those people were getting clotheslined back then, bro. Yeah. You're getting ejected for that nowadays. Bare minimum, you're getting a tech. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. So. Yeah. Well, not to not to wrap back around to, to football or NFL or anything, but I do want to put this out there, man, because we didn't even speak on this. So, Demar Hamlin did get out of the hospital. Yes, he did. Um, which is which is amazing news. Also. Demar Hamlin, they did re, uh, test and to see if what exactly caused um, him to go into cardiac arrest, and they said that he did not have any pre-existing 
anything wrong with him. It was, in fact, the incident that happened that, that caused him. So maybe that's a good sign that he could possibly come back. Um, we'll see. Uh-oh. But uh, I, I want to kick this to you real quick. I want to tell you this, man, and just see what your quick opinion is on this one. But um, Josh Allen was explaining uh, about how the Bengals and Bills decided to postpone the game. And this just makes me love Joe Burrow even more. So he said that they had, they were in the locker room, the Bills were, and they were talking about it. And uh, basically that Allen said that he was decided he was going to head over to the Bills locker room with Mitch Morse and let them know, hey, we won't be resuming play against y'all. And uh, they said on their way over there, they met Joe Burrow and the Bengal captains coming to tell him the same thing. So he says, believe it or not, I had told my coaching staff I was going to go with center and captain Mitch Morse, uh, Mitch Morse, over to the locker room and just tell them, hey guys, we can't continue. As we were walking out, they were 30 steps away from our locker room. So they were thinking the same thing. I really appreciate how they handled that situation as well. Obviously talking with Joe and all the Bengals captains, they were in unison with us and obviously understood the severity of the situation. That's amazing, man. Uh, I will say kudos to um, Joe Burrow on that. And additionally... I have a question for the NFL here. What's your excuse now? Because you know you were, I know they were waiting for him to have some kind of pre-existing injury to say, well, look, hey, it's not football. It's it's him. Well, not only that, the NFL, and they've already kind of linked some audio, and of course the NFL's denied it, but they've said, we weren't going to start, though. We weren't going to make him continue to play. The announcers literally said, they told y'all go take a break and they're going to come back out here. It's just temporarily postponed. They want them to stay warmed up. So, one more quick question real quick and then we'll roll into the thing. I just want to throw this out because i also just seen this. Apparently, an NFL insider is saying that he knows for a fact that an AFC team is making a move for Tom Brady. That AFC team? The Las Vegas Raiders. Thoughts? Oh, my goodness. To be continued. Let's to be continue that one because that that I gotta unpack that one. Yeah, I want to see how that one. Plays yeah, out, I gotta so. unpack that one. Wow, that one's gonna be a good, one, man. Hey, hey, that, that we'll talk about that a little more next week if we can see any more details on it. So stay tuned to the next week's episode. Um, Vince, you got any facts for me? Uh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. I guess you call it a fact. Here, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna got? do a little uh, mask a question here. Well, I'm going to give out a fact, and then I'm going to give a question to see if you can answer this. All right. So, the top 15 players all time in career turnovers. There are three active players right now with the most turnovers ever in the NBA history. Who are the three? NBA, okay. If you get it wrong, I understand. Like, I don't expect you to. James Harden. Okay. LeBron James. James Harden, LeBron James. Oh, uh, I can't think of a third option. Um, I can't think of a third option, bro. Russell Westbrook. Dang, I can't believe I didn't think of that. 
God, Lee. Russell Westbrook is third for all-time career turnovers in the NBA. LeBron is number one, and James Harden uh-huh. is number 12. Uh, hey, to, to, to give it into it. perspective here, LeBron averages about 239 turnovers a season. James Harden averages 229. Wow. It's, it's, it's bad. I didn't know. I didn't wow. know it was that bad. Huh. Well, I got a football stat for you. Like I said, Georgia and Alabama. I told you I put this one out there. So this one's wild. This is gonna blow your mind, man. So Georgia is the first team to win back-to-back national championships since Alabama did it in 2011, 2012, ten years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Kirby Smart coached for all four of these teams. <laughs> it sounds like Tree-peat? you know something about a little back to back. Tree Pete, I mean, oh man, I think there's more pressure on Georgia this year to do a Tree Pete. We'll see. Yeah, so I, I, I would love to. I, I, well, I'm, I'm still a San Diego State and BYU fan, but like, yeah, yeah, you keep saying that. You keep saying that. Do you got a, you got any shout outs this week? Um, I do not have any shout outs this week. All right, all right. Well, uh, I don't believe I have any shout outs either. Oh um, no, I do have a shout out this week. Oh my! I was just God. about to say I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. I'm yeah, gonna backtrack. I'm, I'm gonna backtrack bit, so. here too. Um, happy birthday I, to my nephew TJ. Today is actually his birthday. Okay. So, oh man, what up, TJ? Yeah, TJ. So happy 11th birthday today. Um, uh, uh, we called you a little bit earlier to say happy birthday. So happy birthday, book. Oh man, that's awesome. Well, I got a shout out, and uh, really, it's just gonna kind of let them know, you know, hey, congratulations. So, um, obviously, we finished our fantasy football league, and even though I was by far the best team in the regular season, I did not win it. I had, well, Jonathan Taylor kind of screwed me, and uh, that cost me, right? cost me i ended up losing john taylor got me two and a half points and then got knocked out i ended up losing well because of that jesus ended up moving on and to play colton mr 409 himself and colton had a rough week rough two weeks and jesus went on to have probably the best two weeks span he had all season long and he ended up winning the football league. So, congratulations to you. And uh, we had some people that kind of, you know, which we knew would happen, kind of flaked out a little bit. So, um, hey, for y'all that are listening, if y'all are interested, we're going to be doing it again next year. Vince and I do pony up and put a pot of money together for the winner. So, if you're interested in getting in, hit us up on our social medias, Discord. Let us know, and we'll go ahead and get you, uh, you know, to fill one of those spots. So yeah, because the, the the ones that were inactive this year <laughs> will not be there next year. No, if you're inactive, that's just how we do it, man. If you are the last seed, hey, Ray Ray was bottom of the seed. Hey, we'll say Ray Ray won a two hundred dollar pot, I think five hundred, two hundred dollars, something like that. Anyways, in his other league, I helped him draft every one of his whole team. He won that that league. But um, but if you're not gonna play, right? Because you playing could decide some seeds. 
if you're not going to play, that's fine. You're just not going to be with us next year. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I have to look, but I believe we got at least two um, in this league. Yeah. So hey, look into it if y'all like I said if y'all want to get in. Y'all ain't got into it. Uh, if you know people that want to get into it, we're gonna have spots open and available. So let us know. But besides that, Vince, I got nothing else. No, sir, I have nothing else either, man. It was it was a uh, it was a pleasure here. Uh, it's been a it's been a bit of a grind here. I just got through. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm an accountant, so we just got through with our audit season and um, finally got our. Um, report done uh i have to go talk to the big people next week and i was talking to jonathan about it but uh, uh on top of doing that i'm actually going to school at the same time doing this podcast and then streaming on the side as well so it's and being a husband and a um and a parent so and a father so i'm just it has been um quite the journey these last five to six months so um now i can finally breathe a little bit <laughs> just a little. i get it man no i get it i get it i just uh i just got off of almost a three-week vacation so i get it being rough i get it i've had two days back at work and i'm gonna get a four-day weekend coming up it's it's needed so i get it oh yeah but uh <laughs> But no, nah, man, I I do understand though. You know, it's like I I got a wife and three three boys, and you know I'm in the military. I'm a full time grinder. I'm the only one in my section managing everything logistic wise. Um, I'm getting ready to restart college. Um, halfway to my bachelor's degree. We're doing this podcast. We got another show in the works, and we also are working on a logo for this show. So it, it, we got a lot going on, man. I, I got. I got a lot as well, so I managed a lot of. We got a lot too. in store for this year. I will tell y'all that. So, this year is going to be a good year. This year is going to be a good year. So, hey Vince, uh, as always, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, anybody that wants to come on the show as well, um, obviously Vince is not a part-time guest; he's a host. But if anybody else wants to come on the show, man, like would you say Colton? Uh, word on the street. Is uh, we may have the Marine that replaced me at my last mm-hmm. unit coming on here soon. So if anybody wants to get on, reach out to us. Let us know. We are all about it. We'll interview you. Make sure you talk a little bit about sports, kind of get the vibe and stuff like that. And hey, if it's a good fit, man, you're on the show. So we got a, we got a, uh, at least probably another two, maybe three new guests coming on here soon. So Vince. I appreciate you coming on as always, taking your time out to come on the show, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. And uh, yeah, you know, we'll we're gonna kick this back off next week. Yes, sir. So hey, Vince ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. And with that, we appreciate all of y'all out there. And until next week, see ya. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>